Welcome to the Career Happiness Podcast. My name is Soma Ghosh. I am the founder of a business called the Career Happiness Mentor. And within this podcast, we explore themes around career happiness, confidence, well-being, and so much more. Not only do I do one-to-one personalized episodes to really, really support you as a listener, but you will have the chance to listen to really, really amazing guests from all corners of not just world, but different industries. It's really, really important that you are not only happy in your career, but you make time to progress in a way that feels right for you. So if you want to have more energy in your career, change your career, find out more about how to potentially start a business or even help your teenager with careers advice, this is the podcast for you. Thanks so much. Hello, everyone. And I'm back again after a short, short break. Um, This week, there are going to be two podcast episodes for you. In today's episode, we're going to be looking at what are the most in-demand jobs in the UK. And later on in the week, I'm going to be doing a business episode about business mentoring. And um, I felt that this was a really, really relevant episode because I often get asked this question um, in careers interviews, when I'm working with a young person, when I'm working with a parent, um, even when I'm working with young professionals and professionals in general. However, I also see a lot of this being discussed online. And I think as much as we can think about this being, oh, you know, what are the most in-demand jobs? What are the jobs that are needed? It's also about the jobs that overall not are just in need or in demand but also the jobs that are most relevant and that's going to change over time and I think it's important to take note of that. Although the title of this episode is what are the most in demand jobs in the UK which we're going to be looking at I'm also going to mention an article that I found where it kind of goes over what are the most in demand jobs in the world as well so um please do make sure that when I'm going over that, you take some time to listen. But for the purposes of this episode, firstly, I'm going to talk about, you know, why is this relevant a little bit more. But before I actually do that, I'm just going to go over the main kind of um, foundations for this episode, just so that you could know what to expect in today's episode. We're going to be looking at why this episode seemed relevant. We're going to be looking at what some of the most in-demand jobs in the world and why and also looking at what are the most in-demand jobs in the UK. We're going to be looking at, you know, what does the future hold? How are things going to change? Are they going to be more like futuristic jobs, in-demand jobs? What's going to happen? And do you want my support as a careers advisor and do you need it? We're going to be looking at that as well. So exploring how you can work with me as a careers advisor, if as a young person listening to this or as a parent, because this episode is primarily for parents, but I do think it can be relevant to um, the professional women I work with as well. So why is this episode relevant? <laughs> what makes this episode so relevant? And why do we need to know about the most in-demand careers in the UK and in the world? Oh, this is a big question. So I'm going to do my best to answer this in a way that as a careers advisor, I can answer this. 
as a career advisor, we are always updating our knowledge, our understanding and our overall kind of um, perspective on new jobs. As a member of the CDI, I'm always sent like new information that I, you know, take time to read. I look at, you know, we have trainings, we have development. There's a lot available to us and continuous professional development, which I've mentioned on this podcast before time and time again. I know. I apologize if if you're new to this um, podcast. That's not going to be new to you. But if you're a regular listener, that's not going to be new to you. Um, and I do want to say that it is important that all of us have that in whatever career we have. And as a careers advisor, for me, it's becoming more and more relevant. Because not only am I asked this question, I think that with the change in our economy and the change in the world overall with you know, things like climate change and things like um, us really, really having to decide whether or not we have to you know, consider going to uni or not going to uni or get a job and all these questions that young people ask me and parents ask me and parents worry about. This episode seemed relevant for that. But it also seems relevant because when I sit down with a young person and they're asking me questions about a career, they ask me about a couple of different things. They ask me, oh, does this job pay me well? Oh, am I going to enjoy this? Oh, you know, um, can will I be in this job forever? They ask me some of these questions and they ask me insightful questions because I think the generation now, weird things like TikTok, whatever you think of TikTok as a parent, if you're listening to this, um, it has completely changed the discourse of how young people think. And I think it's very, very important for us as adults to support them with that, but also to not judge them for that. Because I think when a young person asks me what the most popular jobs, what the most in-demand jobs, you know, they're not doing it to just go with the popular now norm. Sometimes they are, if you know, they're thinking about the word influencer, but I'm not gonna go <laughs> I'm not gonna open that can of worms. Please go back and listen to the episode I did about if social media is influencing young people's career decisions. I'll put that in the show notes for you to go back and listen to if you're new to this podcast. Um, or if you haven't listened to it. But I do think it's very, very important for us to make young people aware of the most in-demand careers because if you think about it, there are some careers that exist now. So, for example, cyber fraud analyst, right? That that didn't exist probably like 25 years ago, right? Yes, we had technology, but the amount of fraud and the amount of scamming that goes on now, and especially, you know, during COVID, th th those jobs did not exist, right? And I think it's very, very important for us to have an awareness that as times change and technology shifts, things will change. I was on TikTok yesterday and somebody um, shared this very disturbing um, filter. And I'm describing this to you because I want to give an awareness of one of the real reasons why not only what did I think this was relevant but important to share is it looked like augmented reality and, you know, things like AI and stuff. When the movie AI, the Steven Spielberg movie came out, I don't know if you've seen it, it's probably not one of most, like, Steven Spielberg's most popular movies. Sorry, I um, love Steven Spielberg as a filmmaker, but I'm just putting it out there. But it's it's a very good movie. If anybody ever gets a chance to watch it, it has the young boy who was in Sixth Sense, who's not a young boy anymore, he's a man, Hayley Joel Osment, 
playing this boy who is a robot. And that's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to say any more if you get a chance to watch it. But it has a very kind of sad, ponent theme to it. And this is relevant because artificial technology has evolved. It's not evolved like in that movie, but the message behind that movie overall is how, you know, things are going to change in the future. The overriding message without giving away the plot if you want to go see the movie. It's the same with our future. There are a lot of things that exist um, that that didn't exist, as I mentioned, <laughs> you know, 20 years ago. Um, we didn't have an iPhone like back in um 1990 for example that's 30 years ago but you see my point i think not only has technology evolved and not only are things changing we need to be aware that the most demand jobs that are relevant are going to be changing and adapting and this is why i wanted to do this episode so now what i'm going to do is i'm going to look at some of the most in demand jobs firstly i'm going to look at the uk and then what i'm going to do is I'm going to look at the world as well and kind of see if there's a little bit of a difference. The other thing that I want to say around this episode as well is that I don't want any young person or parent listening to this and go, oh, that means I must do this job. No, that's not the purpose of this episode. The purpose of this episode is to give you some information and some knowledge and understanding around the most in-demand jobs. Do your own research as well. Don't just rely on me in this episode. But as a career advisor, I can give you some hidden insights that maybe you will not get when you're doing your own Google research. And also, I want to take out any unconscious bias that you may have. And if you're a young person listening to this, unconscious bias basically means any thorns of opinions or thoughts or things that you may think about something. So, for example, if you see a very STEM-based job, and you think, oh, I'm not good at math or I'm not good at engineering. Oops, that's out. I don't want you to completely miss out on a STEM career just because of that. I want you to think broader and wider around that. And if you're a parent who really wants your child to go into medicine, I want you to think wider than that. And the main reason I'm saying that is because there isn't anything wrong with going into medicine. Um, there really isn't. But we <laughs> we need all sorts of people and all sorts of careers in different jobs and in order for that to happen I'm not a parent but when I'm working with parents I'm trying to educate them into understanding that there are all sorts of jobs that need to be you know um, met so need to kind of be filled but at the same time are you asking your child what they enjoy doing <clears throat> and are you thinking about what is going to be most beneficial for them for their long-term future because I mentioned you know things like money and enjoyment and at the moment whilst I'm recording this you know um, we live in a world where you know recently I watched a program about um, landlords and rents and stuff and it really educated me about the fact that there are a lot of people who rent here in the UK who are affected by the fact that they can't own their own property and so if you want to have solid foundations for your children, if you really want to think about what's best for them, not only is it important that they educate themselves about what kind of job they want to go into and what kind of career, but you as a parent need to do a little bit of preparation around that as well. Because if we look at my generation, I'm a millennial versus Gen Z, 
there is a financial discrepancy somewhat in some of the people who can afford houses and some of the people that can't. And the reason I'm mentioning that is because that links into careers. And I know that's a bigger, wider theme here, but I think a lot of the time when I am trying to tell people about other jobs, people can be quite dismissive. And I don't want you to come into this episode and be dismissive. I want you to come into this episode as a parent or young person listening and be open. I'm not telling you what to do. That's not what careers advisors do. We give information, we give advice and we give guidance. And part of you listening to me today is around that. But also it's bigger and deeper than that. You need to know that as society changes, as the future changes, as our you know, economy changes, there are going to be some things that are going to be more relevant in our society um, as we move forward. And so that's what I want you to really, really think of. Full transparency here. I'm not going to go through every single article that I found because <laughs> I don't want to overwhelm you with loads and loads of information. I just want to be able to give you a snapshot of some of the things that you need to think about when you're discussing careers advice with a careers advisor or you're just in general asking your teachers and other people questions or as you as a parent, if you want to have a meeting with a careers advisor, asking relevant questions or with myself even. So some of the most in-demand jobs in the UK, and this is from edmissions.com, um, is basically them breaking down some of the things that they have actually found. The top one, and this is not going to be a surprise to most people, is to do with technology. So the first one are programmers and software developers. The second one is cyber security specialists. The third one is health services and residential care, architects, graphic designers, physical scientists, etc. As I said, I'm not going to go through every single one because I don't want to overwhelm people. But why don't we break down the first three jobs and give some reasons behind why these are the most in-demand jobs in the UK at the moment. <clears throat> so if we think about it, I mentioned technology is at the forefront of everything, right? We we do everything and the most things are in the cloud, right, above us. And um, if you want to find out a bit more about the cloud and the impact it's having on the environment, there's a brilliant program on BBC all about that to give you a bit more perspective and not to scare you, but I just think it's relevant to bring up um, so that you're aware of the future a little bit more. I think that's on BBC iPlayer. I can't remember the name of the program right now, but what I will do is I will put it in the show notes. So the reason why we need programmers and software developers, we use our phones, we use WhatsApp, we use on-demand services. So we need tech. <laughs> And we need computer engineers to help us pretty much do everything. I'm recording this on a laptop. And who developed this laptop? A software engineer. It didn't just happen, right? So we need programmers and software developers. And that is going to be an in-demand job. Because as we go into the future, we're going to need more programmers and more developers and more people in tech. The cybersecurity specialist, if we think about this job, this is a very, very important job because literally this morning I was listening to this really interesting podcast um, and it's all about this um, kind of 
hacking that went on um, in, I think it happened firstly to Sony Pictures. It's called the Lazarus, was it the Lazarus hack, the Lazarus project and the Lazarus hacking, I think. And it's all about this particular hacking group that hacked these big corporations and these big companies and they did a lot of harm to them and this continues to happen um, every day on our phone whether it's email whether it's text whether it's a phone call we may get a dodgy phone call dodgy text dodgy email from someone probably trying to dupe us out of money right so cybersecurity specialists are really, really needed to prevent fraud. They're needed to prevent scams. And, and, and we need them to help our data linked to GDPR and all that kind of stuff. The third thing is health services and residential care. And this one is a very personal one to me, guys. You know, I've mentioned before about my mother-in-law. I've mentioned about my uh, late dad. We <laughs> need people in care homes to be looking after older people but more than that we need people in nursing and it's a very very important job we need people in care we need, we do we do need doctors true but we also need people to look after people within the healthcare profession because if we don't have that people are living longer and longer and longer so as a result of that we need healthcare and more people have chronic illnesses um, I have a chronic illness myself. I've been recently diagnosed with endometriosis. So it's very important for all of us to be able to have good care and have access to care. So I've broken down those three jobs for you because I think it's important for you guys to understand why those jobs are relevant. There's another article that I found from um, the Mail online and I'm going to quickly go over it. But what I would also do is please make sure you cross-reference this because this is just me stating that I'm a little bit sceptical about some of the things that are shared on the Daily Mail, but that's just my opinion. Um, but again, number one is software quality assurance and analysts. It actually comes up with the actual jobs. Solar consultant. So remember the environment, customer service associate, vocational nurse, business operations specialist. And if you go down the article a little bit more, there's a little bit more information about salary and all those kind of things. So you can have a look at that. If we now think about the most demand, like the most in-demand jobs in the world, <laughs> um, there is like a lot of information on this. And I, as I said, I don't want to overwhelm you. Keyword, do not want to overwhelm you. But Basically, some of the most in-demand jobs are still to do with IT. And I'm going to put some links in the show notes for you um, so that you can go over and look at that. And it may differ country to country. There's a really, really good article and good kind of um, graphic that I found here on michaelpage.go.uk and have a look at that. But technology seems to be at the top. And what's good about the Michael Page website is you can actually see quite a good graphic on their website so for example and i'll put the link in the show notes so you can go and have a look don't search by occupation and search by country because you will not you will not be able to um it'll start showing occupations and jobs you don't want that because <laughs> remember michael page is a recruitment firm um for a lot of um adults who are listening to this so parents you'll know that but um for the young people listening you may not know that 
So a good example is they've got a key here, a blue for Europe, um, orange for North America, I think that's kind of orangey, yellow for South America, uh, green for Asia, and kind of purple for Oceania. And at the moment, like basically in Europe, if you click on one of the Europe little dots, Belgium comes up like this massively in demand. And I've actually got relatives <laughs> um, who actually work in Belgium who are from India. So that shows you very interestingly how software engineers and developers are really, really in demand. If I click on the purple one, in New Zealand, there is a demand for uh, doctors and medical practitioners. And that, that, is, that is relevant. It's true. New Zealand is a smaller country. But basically, if you click on each of these little blue dots, you will see the demand. But the highest demand for all of the countries are software engineers and, development, and, and developers. And if we go all the way to the bottom, I just want to show you a very example of one that doesn't have that much. Are professional athletes, there's a lower demand of professional athletes um, from Europe, in Spain, for example. So go and have a look at that, kind of play around, have a look. It's more to kind of get you to think about um, the most demand jobs in the world. Now what I'm going to do is, and do your own research on that as well, I don't want to give too much information because I really don't want to overwhelm you some of the kind of highest paid jobs that are going to be in demand for years to come. And this is a really good article by The Muse. And what's quite interesting about it, although it is international, I do think this does apply to the UK and overall. You've got something called a nurse practitioner. And I'm going to quickly read a little bit from the top paragraph. A nurse practitioner delivers advanced nursing care, can work with doctors independently to examine and diagnose, etc. So essentially, this is a nurse, right? <laughs> this is a nurse. But you have this demand now, not just for nurses, but for people to train nurses. And that essentially is probably what this is. And there is projected growth between 2021 and 2031. That's going to happen. And this is according to the US. But I do think that this is very relevant. There is something that I'm working on related to nursing, actually, and I don't want to say too much for the podcast, but it was very, very interesting to hear more about nursing as a profession from actual nurses. And that's all I'm going to say, question mark, <laughs> because it's not going to be coming out probably for a while, but it's linked to nursing. But that's probably one of the most in demand and most kind of fastest growing jobs another one is data scientist again not a surprise because we need data we need to know about algorithms because of um, social media but we also need to know about algorithms because we use apps every single day and because we use technology and you've got web developers physician assistant etc so you can go and read the article i'm not going to go through every single one as i mentioned but that kind of gives you a little bit of an idea of some of the things that are going to be relevant in the future. And when I kind of benchmark this question whilst I was planning this episode around, you know, what is the future? What does the future hold? From everything that I've gone through in this episode, it looks like technology is going to play a huge part. It looks like looking after ourselves is going to be a huge part. I want to share something personal with you guys that I think is going to eye open or open your eyes to 
the future. So as I mentioned, I recently had an operation and I had to go private for the operation. And we are going to see changes in the healthcare sector. Um, and the reason why I'm mentioning that is because in America, there are lots of different advances in medical science. I saw a video yesterday about <sighs> certain drugs being created for certain conditions that don't exist here in the UK yet. And, you know, John Hopkins University does a lot of groundbreaking research. So I'm giving that as an example. And in terms of the future, if we look at medical sciences, illnesses, cancer, you know, going into science, becoming a scientist, these jobs are really, really important as well. So our future is very much linked to STEM. And if you haven't listened to the episode I did about STEM careers, please go back and listen to that. But in terms of what our future holds, we know that we need caregiving, caregiving jobs. We know that we need technology-based jobs. We know that we probably do need people to teach these skills. And what I think is very, very important and relevant for you to think about is to think about how does that fall into when you're thinking about a career, what you want. Because subjects like maths are important, you know. I know probably your teachers have said that to you before if you're a young person listening to this. But we need maths to do a lot of technology-based things. But we also need English and communication and some softer skills for us in order to do things. And marketing is another job that's going to be very much in demand in the future because we need to sell things, we need to have knowledge of things, all these things. So the purpose of this episode isn't for you to go off and only do these jobs. It's for you to think a little bit more around some of the possibilities for your future. And another one that's come up actually interestingly is construction because as the population grows, we're going to need more people to build properties, build houses, etc, etc. So I think it's very, very important that we, you know, think about that. One article that I have found um, from the UK is about some of the most in-demand jobs currently. And <clears throat> this one is much more around what's relevant now. So we've got teachers, sports therapists, artisans, etc., and I'll put that link in the show notes for you to go and have a look at as well. But I do think it's very, very important for all of us to not to not feel overwhelmed. I'll put some other links as well, just for you to do your own research. There's lots of information out there, but it is always about you understanding A, what you want to do, B, what you enjoy, and C, not worrying too much about the future. But the main reason why I wanted to really, really do this future is because things are changing and we need to have information to help us. And it doesn't need to be information that's fully opening the door. It just needs to be enough information to kind of support us to move in the right direction. So now what I'm going to talk about towards the end of this episode is how can I support you? How can I help you? So as a careers advisor, remember, I give bespoke advice when I'm working with parents and a young person, it is a lot around what that young person feels comfortable with and what they need from me. I am planning to do some um, workshops. I'm hoping to do a workshop to help parents and young people. And I do have two particular services 
um, where I support um, young people. I've got a parental consultation. That is mainly where I'm working with a parent and um, it's an online session and I'm going to put that in the show notes. And it's literally a 45-minute session and you get like a little bit of a mini plan, a careers information pack, etc. I think that is a really, really great service if you as a parent just want to come in and get some advice and support from me. The other one is much more comprehensive um, service where basically um, I have an interview with your child and then I'll do a research report based on the interview but I'll also do um, notes and an action plan for them and this is an hour careers interview so you would not get that in a school. <laughs> um, this is bespoke and this is something I've created because a lot of the time young people want to ask me more questions they want to have more things answered and they want me to help them discuss other types of careers and the whole point of this service is for us to explore that and to look at that but for me as a careers advisor to also evaluate and maybe challenge some of their perceptions around certain careers and also be realistic but you get a lot and that's probably my most popular um, parental service um, I've noticed I have done quite a few parental consultations but the career advice service seems to be a bit more popular because you get a much more comprehensive and overall um, service from me so those are the two ways that I help you I will be running some workshops as well and I've got plenty of episodes for um, you parents and young teenagers and recently I've been looking at the stats of my podcast and interesting a lot of younger people have been listening to it so I hope that if you are someone who is a young person listening to my podcast, if you have any questions that you want me to answer, I'm more than happy to do a, a TikTok or a um, podcast episode a little bit more comprehensively. But I really, really hope that this episode has given you a little bit more insight into some of the most in-demand jobs in the UK and the world. And remember, it's an information resource. It's not me saying that you've got to consider these jobs because... <sighs> These jobs are not going anywhere. However, we've got to think bigger and broader for our future, but we've also got to remember that technology plays a key part in everything we do now. So any questions about this episode, remember you can email me at shoma at shomagosh.com or at shoma at thecareerhappinessmentor.com. And if you're interested in the two services I mentioned, the parental consultation or the careers advice service, I will be opening up slots for that in June, but I wanted to mention um, these services firstly, and secondly, you can email me and ask me any more questions about that as well, and I'm happy to have a short 10, 15 minute call with you. Thank you so much for listening um, to this episode, and um, yeah, I will see you in the next one. Thank you so much for listening to the Career Happiness Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it on social media or with somebody you know it will make a significant difference to. And remember, if you haven't already, please take some time to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Thanks so much.